You are listening to the audio preaching podcast of Cornerstone Baptist Church in Fallbrook, California, pastored by James Christensen. Though located in the heart of Southern California, you will hear powerful, relevant, and life-changing preaching from the Word of God. Pastor Christensen believes that every Christian can reach their potential for the Lord. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Hello, thank you ladies for joining me again for part two of Two Preoccupied. We're going to get right into the lesson with an illustration story that I found. George Mueller, he had said, I look upon it as a lost day when I have not had a good time over the word of God. Friends often say I have so much to do and so many people to see. I cannot find time for scripture study. Perhaps there are not many who have more to do than I. For more than half a century, I have never known a day when I have not more business than I could get through. For four years, I have annually about 30,000 letters, and most of these have passed through my own hands. Then, as a pastor of a church with 1,200 believers, great has been my care. Besides, I have had charge of five immense orphanages. Also, at my publishing depot, the printing and circulation of millions of tracts, books, and Bibles. But I have always made it a rule never to begin work until I have had a good season with God and His Word. The blessing I have received has been wonderful. You know, you look at the life of George Mueller, and he wasn't giving all those facts or statistics to praise himself. He was giving God the glory that if it weren't for God, he could not get it all done. And he knew he needed to be in the Word each and every day. I've heard uh, many godly pastors and people say over the years that even on the hardest of day, they make sure that they spend more time with God than just another average day. And it is a challenge to me. I'm so thankful for those people who have gone before me that they had a lot of things to occupy their time, but they really made it... Um, just a, a standard of their life to follow the Lord and to be in his word every day. Colossians 1.10 says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Ladies, we've got to walk worthy. We've got people watching, children, uh, family, spouses, friends, just the lost community around us, the world. Uh, they need to see that we're enjoying the walk that we're walking as a Christian. We might be just as occupied and busy or more than those that are watching my life, but do I have a good spirit? Or have I filled up my schedule so full that I have no time for anyone else? And don't ask me because I'm probably not going to have a good spirit because I've got to get this list done. We've got to set those things aside and maybe for you or I, it's a time where I have a pretty good um, uh, system down that I get a lot done. But maybe this is a wake-up call that I need to throw that system out the window because God says, I don't want your to-do lists. I don't want all the things that you get done without you being close to me. Number five, continuing on from last week, point is you've got to read the Word of God personally and get something from it. You know, we can't live on someone else's Christianity. We glean a lot on Sundays or Wednesdays from our pastor, from a teacher, from someone else. And the Lord put those people in our lives for us to know the Word of God deeper, 
to have that uh, personal touch, but yet I still need to have my own personal walk with God. You know, maybe your church has said, um, as I've heard for many, many years is, you know, we eat three times a day to keep up our strength, to be healthy, but yet one time a, a week and just a Sunday is not enough spiritual food for me to continue my whole week. I've got to be in the word myself, but I've got to be at my church every time the doors are open. Um, and we often add a little clause to that. If I'm available, if I'm not working, when I have the time, no, um, there will be times when we can't make it to every single thing, but our name ought to be and our face ought to be so familiar at the church that you attend that they know you're going to be there pretty much every time the doors are open. And your spirit reflects that because you're walking with the Lord and you want to have that own walk, not just someone else's. When Christian Herter was governor of Massachusetts, he was running hard for a second term in office. Well, one day after a busy morning of chasing votes, he arrived at a local church barbecue. It was late in the afternoon and Herter was famished. As Herter moved along the serve, down long, excuse me, down the serving line, he held out his plate to the woman serving the chicken. She put a piece on his plate and turned to the next person in the line. Excuse me, the governor said. Do you mind if I have another piece of chicken? Sorry, said the woman. I'm supposed to give one piece of chicken to each person. But I'm starved, the governor said. Sorry, the woman said again, only one to a customer. Well, Governor Herter was a modest and unassuming man, but he decided that this time he would throw a little weight around. Do you know who I am? He said, I am the governor of this state. In reply, she said, do you know who I am? The woman said, I'm the lady in charge of the chicken. Move along, mister. You know, sometimes we want to do that is um, let somebody know who we are. But really, ladies, we're nothing, especially without Christ. And if we don't have that personal walk with God, you know, that governor and that woman with the chicken, they didn't have a personal friendship. They had not, to my knowledge, according to the story, ever met. But we have a Savior who loves us, who's wanting to hear our requests. But even more so, he wants to hear our thankful heart and um, a praise to him. Uh, not just give me, give me, give me more. First Thessalonians 1.3 says, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Are we remembering who is behind our life? Who controls the breath that we even breathe? And do we love him with our own walk that we know God, but not just know of him, but we know him personally because we have walked with him um, and that we're not just going to go around letting people know who we are, rather just constantly pointing others to Christ. Here's another illustration that I found for you. Edwin Cooper was famous across America, yet almost no one knew his real name. Coming from a family of circus clowns, Cooper began performing before audiences when he was just nine years old. After a stint with the Barnum and Bailey Circus, he became a fixture on the television show in the 1950s as Bozo the Clown. I'll pause there. I wasn't alive then, but I have watched many reruns when I was young of Bozo the Clown. Many of you probably have too. But it says, in addition to entertaining both young and old, Cooper had a message for his buddies and partners. 
every week at the end of his uh, TV show, he would say, get checked for cancer. Yet Cooper was so busy working that he neglected to follow his own advice. By the time his cancer was discovered, it was too late for it to be treated. Edwin Cooper died at just 41 years of age from a disease that he had warned so many others to watch out for. Ladies, that can be you and I, that we warn others, maybe we teach and we train, but we don't do it ourselves. Are you too preoccupied to make a difference in your own life? Psalm 88.15 says, Shall thy wonders be known in the dark, and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Lord, why castest thou off my soul? Thou hidest thou fate, excuse me, why hidest thou fate, thy fate, thou thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer thy terrors, I am distracted. You know, sometimes there's words in the Bible and we just read through it. And I look through this and I thought, wow, here, first of all, the right about the almost halfway point, he says, in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Are we seeking the Lord first, ladies? Um, it's not a right or wrong, but over and over in the scriptures, it talks about early in the morning while I seek the Lord. In the morning, I shall pray or seek the Lord. But then at the end there, it says, I am distracted. Isn't that interesting? I read that and I thought, wow, I've read that verse so many times, but yet I never picked up on that point. And sometimes it's not that I'm super, super busy, but I'm distracted with my thoughts or with a task that was never meant to be mine. Sin is far more deadly than the most aggressive, aggressive and fast growing cancer like that of Bozo the Clown. Sin kills and destroys everything it touches. Because of the evil nature and Satan's hatred of everything good, he brings destruction to everything within its reach, just like a cancer. And if Satan can get you and to get me distracted, ladies, he can get a lot done while we're not working and moving forward. When we regard sin as God does, we find nothing amusing or humorous about it. We will not make it the subject of jokes we tell or those we hear. When we find ourselves amused by sin, it is time for us to focus on the cross. Seeing the price paid for our sin reminds us that it is no laughing matter. Ladies, sin and things all around us are such a distraction. John Ruskin said, The highest reward for a man's toil is not what he gets for it, but what he becomes by it. Another famous person I'm sure you've heard of, J.C. Penney. He said, if a man's business requires so much of his time that he cannot attend services of his church, then he has more business than God ever intended for him to have. And I know that's myself, and you could probably relate as well, that I, I have been there and maybe I'm there now. And I have a little illustration here. I don't know if you can see it or if those of you that are just listening, it's a little rubber band that people put in their hair, ladies, um, sometimes people even put keys around it. It's coily. Um, sometimes they put it on their wrist again to put maybe a key to remind them of something coming up or not to forget about. And I use it as an illustration, like a rubber band. 
that if this represented my life, you know, God, there's twists and turns and there's coils and there's, there's things that, um, I'm limited maybe in being straight of, of course, but yet my course in life is different. Your, your color of rubber band or shape or size might be different, but yet God wants to use us. And the nice thing is I can really stretch this thing out. And when I let go, it goes right back pretty much to the original size, much like just a regular rubber band. But what I often do with my life is I stretch it and I stretch it to right now where it's almost straight and then I break it. My life might not be broken permanently, but I break what was never meant to be broken. God wanted me stretchable, pliable to his will and his way. But when I'm too preoccupied and too busy, you know, people have mental breakdowns. People have uh, mental health issues. They have physical issues that really, really come to be because I took on too much. And the nice thing about God is God can repair us and still use us. But often what God gave me, I break it in a way that was never supposed to be broken. And because I'm too preoccupied with what I think is important and not what God wanted me to concentrate on. Are you stretching yourself too thin today, ladies? Uh, I can definitely attest to that. Or are you allowing God to stretch you in his time and in his way? It's time for you to give God your heart and give him the reins and ask him, Lord, what do you want and how much do you want me to be occupied? Because that very first verse from last week, I'm going to go back to it, that I read in Luke 19, the second verse, it says, he called his 10 service and servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. That Lord of those servants wanted them to be busy, busy working, busy doing what um, he had required them as a worker. But God wants us to occupy till he comes back. Are you busy doing the right things? I challenge you to get into these verses. I gave you quite a few of them. Maybe even go back and listen to lesson one all over again and with a pen and paper, writing down the scriptures, studying how God wants us to build our lives and lives of others, but um, not being stretched too thin or distracted, having our eyes on Jesus. Ladies, I hope this was an encouragement to you, the study part one and two, and I look forward to seeing you next week with a new study. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this preaching podcast from Cornerstone Baptist Church. We hope that you were encouraged. For more information about our ministry, you can find us online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.